Turn my headphones up. Louder. Howdy, how's it going? We are back for an episode of the What You Need podcast. Uh, I'm here today with none other than Chris Diodario. Hey man, what's up, dude? Thanks for having me. You know, big day for us Jets fans. <sighs> huge, huge day. Um, obviously, you know Jamal M's got traded. This is why we're here. This is what the people want to listen to. So we're giving them what they want. Uh, Jamal Adams has been traded to the Seattle Seahawks uh, for two first-round draft picks and a third, along with uh, safety Dexter Mc uh, or Bradley. Yeah, Bradley McDougle. Yeah, Bradley McDougle, and uh, and a, and a yeah, and a fourth uh, fourth-round pick as well. So two firsts, and we switch a third, or we get a third for a fourth. I just want to say that you were on top of this from the get-go. You know, no one believed you that, hey, the Jets are going to get two firsts for uh, Jamal Adams. I tried to people, let them know, man. They thought I was stupid. Forget. Yeah, people forget that. Yeah, and, like, uh, the thing is, is that, one, Jalen Ramsey has same similar credentials, even though has made way, way more bigger plays, for sure. He's definitely made a lot more plays over his, over the first couple of years of career than Jamal has. Though Jamal has made some some great plays for us and is was the reason why we were somewhat of a defense before you know any of this stuff. So I definitely want to give him his props there. But uh, Jalen had the same credentials, so I knew that uh, Jamal's market value was going to be similar and it was going to be there. It's pretty crazy that the Jets got back more than the the, the Raiders got for a Phil Mack. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's a fun fact. No other GM has gotten more off of a player than Joe Douglas right now. Like Khalil Mack was the, the like the the more haul, like the bigger haul, and now we have the biggest haul when it comes to yeah. trading a player. We did and that. I, you know I, what's up? I respect the, I respect the fuck out of Joe Douglas and saying, you know what, fuck this guy. Yeah, you know, this guy just wants to go on social media. He wants to just keep bashing. You know what? His criticism for Adam Gates, he's probably right. Let's, I, I'll get Jamal Adams a pass there. You know, he's, he's probably right, and I get. No, I know, love that. I love that. Yeah, I, for just right now, dysfunctional organization. Let's be honest. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. Yeah, we have a racist owner. Yep. You know, Adam Gates is our coach, but I mean, the bright side is, you know, I think Joe Douglas is a really good GM, and yep. I think he's a shining hope for the Jets. But I mean. I mean, so I get Jamal Adams' side coming in, but I mean, I don't know. I, he, he well, Le'Veon Bell, his tweet kind of summed it up for me. And you I, know, this guy. Yeah, I, I understood it too. Jamal, exactly, Jamal's out here, you know, saying, "Oh, we'll come to the Jets, we'll build something great." And then the first time, first sign of adversity, he's just gonna, you know, stamp out and say, "Man, fuck this! I'm going to social media." Yeah, using I, my, my platform to, ban, to bash everything. So I, I don't know, man. No, it rubs the wrong way, but you know, he has reasons. I get, I get where you're coming from. Uh, my thing was is that uh, as soon as uh, what you call it, uh, hold on, like Jamal, like as soon as Jamal started uh, saying that uh, uh, Gase was uh, the problem, I was like, I like this because at least he was like, okay, I thought there was a little bit of a standstill point where he kind of knew he was going to be staying with us because I thought, okay, yeah. 
we had such a, a, a huge amount of traction on the trade offer. All of a sudden, blah, 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 we're getting offers. You get that video clip of him saying, I'm trying to go to the Cowboys, man, all that, you know, a bunch of traction and nothing happens. And then all of a sudden he's active on Twitter talking about Jets football again. So I thought it was like, okay, like before the the Gates thing, he was talking to Le'Veon Bell about something and then talked to another Jets player. So I was like, okay, he's back to talking about Jets football now. Like he must have had a conversation with them saying like, oh, like maybe he's going to stay for this year and they're going to extend him. There's plans for that. What have you may like. So I I was like, okay, like he is saying, okay, since I'm going to be stuck here as a jet, I need to let, let the organization know and the media know the number one problem that's going on right now with the New York Jets. And that's Adam Gase. So yeah, I love, I love that. I love that he played a point. He was like, okay, listen, and you know what? Even though he left, he still did a great job of doing that. He still made a light and it still has pointed a light at Adam Gase. And I like that because right now there's not a playoff mandate for the New York Jets and, and we we haven't been in the playoffs in ten years and he's he's been a head coach and he's been a, 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 a he has he's been a head coach for like four years. Not for the Jets, but he's been a head coach for like almost four years. or will be for four years. So like we need to at least have an improvement and we were seven and nine last year. So Here's like the, the same thing that also people aren't talking about, you know, I think Jamal kind of started playing that Gates card because he knows every Jet fan hates Adam Gates. So yep. it makes him look good. His PR people aren't stupid. You know, let's let's get a common ground here. Let's start bashing Adam Gates. He didn't first come out and bash Adam Gates. Now, he was on the stance he wanted to get paid. So I think, you know, looking back now, I think he used his, this Gates tweeting saying, you know, the leadership and shit like that as a... Uh, deflection to what his real intentions were. I mean, at the end of the day, the dude wants to get fucking paid. And that's, that's. I mean, good good for him. You know, I don't blame him. Go get the bag, bro. But I think that he's a fraud. And I think that's what Le'Veon was calling out. He's a fraud in that sense. That his true intention is what he really wants. You know, he's, he's faking it on social media just to make sure he's, so he's more likable to the public. I see. Yeah. And like, uh, I definitely, I definitely think there's a little bit of that, but at the same time, like, I think there's a little bit of a problem with Gase being the head coach, and like, that's that's the next yeah, business uh, issue, you know. But the thing is, he's come out and saying that, but he doesn't. I mean, how much does he interact with Adam Gase? You know, Greg, I, heard, I thought the Jets divided their their uh, their offensive defense like fifty fifty, so he's more interacting with Greg Williams. But I mean, I, I get it, but I don't know. It's something fishy fishy going on there. But at the, at the end of the day, I think that. I guess you got to go. I could probably resign Marcus May, wouldn't you think? Um, like moving forward, it's definitely a possibility. I think that I think uh, a lot of people liked. Well, well, a lot of people, a lot of scouts, and a lot of like uh, football heads were really liking the Ashton Davis pick, and that was before we even knew and- where we were going with, uh, you know, uh, at, with uh, with Jamal or or you know um, what's his name, Marcus. So I yeah. am curious to see like where they go on that route, but I think they might just see how Ashton goes, and if not, maybe draft another safety again and go two fresh safeties again. We never know. Maybe we can get uh, May on a different on a cheap contract. You know, May hasn't necessarily been healthy for his whole career, so there's definitely that angle. Yeah, there's definitely that angle to it. Uh, but, uh, like, uh, I just... I don't think you've ever had. I don't think you've ever had this kind of haul, you know, for this kind of guy, you know. You, you can't. You can't be mad as much as you like Jamal Adams. You got to understand that, like, if you want to be here. You Worst case scenario, it's two exactly. twenty picks. 
you know? Yeah, you get, I mean, let's be honest. Let's be real here. Do you, do you think the Jets were winning anything with Jamal Adams anyway? I don't know. No, I, I, I was going to say, you know, we're probably going to be 0-4, 0-5 anyways looking at our schedule this year. Matter if Jamal Adams is on the team or not, that's insane. So it's like we I, might as I, well I, can I, and rebuild for next year. Yeah, you, I mean, we might as well can so Adam Gates is gone. But I don't want this podcast to go off without Adam Gates. I mean, I'm done talking about that fraud. Yeah, 100%. But, forward, uh, I think... You, if I would do, I mean, I would, I would resign Marcus May. I mean, you got the cap station now. I think he's, you know, a good leader out there. You know, I think he's a good player as long as he stays healthy. And this McDonald guy is no slouch either. I mean, he's, he's yeah, no. the same amount of quality starter. Adams in the past two years. Yeah, Jamal just doesn't have hands at all. That's just the thing, you know. Yeah. So like, uh, I am, I'm glad about this trade. One, we're getting two first. What I like about this is that I, I saw a tweet the other day and said, when, when. When Gase is gone and he's able to get search for his next head coach for or his first head coach, honestly, uh, and you know, like I'm glad that Jamal did get traded because even though Joe Douglas was professional the whole time about Adam Gase and stuff like that, like he could still he get fired. He could still, yeah, he he, he could still get hey, fired. I mean, I would respect the hell out of it if he came out and said, you know what, I want my guy. Like he, if that would have happened. That would have happened, you know, as soon as Joe Douglas got hired. But the problem is they hired him midseason. Yeah. So he, yeah, he, he kind of got stuck with Adam Gates. It's not like this guy uh, he was a hand-picked GM. It's not like they were a package. Remember, like, uh, when we got Rex Ryan, you know, Mike Tannenbaum came with him. You know yep. what I'm saying? It was like a package deal. That's what usually happens with the GMs and, you know, coaches. This is like, all right, you're stuck here. So I think Joe Douglas knows. I don't think this guy's going to answer long-term. But he can't really fire him yet. That's what, that's what sucks. So, it sucks because I feel like this year, COVID year, is going to be a, a wash. And then you have to, now, now we're, we're prepping for 2021. That's, that's the problem with the Jets. It's always, oh, it's always next year. You yeah, I get it. I get it. But the thing is, is that is that we didn't have any bright offensive weapons from the jump, you know? So this is, yeah. again, a, again another uh, Darnold development year. And I'm curious to see, like, where he goes or, like, I think this is just really just a, Let's just see what Darnold can do here. And if not, we'll scrap it all and we'll rebuild, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. and one thing I is that when he looks for that new head coach, it like four first four first round draft picks in two years is attractive to a head coach. Yeah. Regardless I, of what team it is. I mean, ideally, you go get Eric Williams and then call it, call it, a, call it a wrap. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. From the Chiefs. But, OC from the Chiefs. We'll see. I mean, you can't really. I mean, you judge if you're judging the trade right now. I mean, it's possible the Seahawks don't win the Super Bowl this year, and the Jets go draft two studs. I mean, that's another thing that kind of bothers me. Is that, you know the Seahawks would be good, so those picks are going to be later in the first round. Absolutely, time, but at the same time, they also have a hard division that they're on in the uh, NFC West. Is it right? And if with Russell, the, the Russell, third, they win one game, two games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anything can happen. You really don't know. Mm-hmm. But you got to go from that. I mean, it's a good. It's a good start. I mean, you don't want. You, I don't know how you can't bring that guy back anyway. They were going to trade him regardless. You can't have this guy bashing the entire team, bashing everything, pro- and rubbing players the wrong way and bring him back and be be your leader, your face of the franchise. You know, no, you don't, you don't want to go. Yeah, and I guess it, it's kind of crazy. Like Jalen Ramsey has just kind of like set the uh, the standard now that if you just want out, you just go to, you just go and start bashing everything, and they're just going to trade you. Yep, that Even might be though- a friend. Even though Yannick Ngakwe is still a Jaguar right now, but that is you, you bring up a good point. If you have talent, you have enough talent, you'll get dealt. 
Yeah, it's crazy. It's a different. It's the same. It's the same situation as the Jaguars. I mean, the Jaguars did what they had to do. They got a good haul from Jalen. The Jets got a good haul. I mean, this is twenty twenty. This is what you do. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know. It's just I, I just wish. You know, argument's sake, you think if the Jets were a stable fucking organization, and Jamal Adams requested a trade in the first place? Probably not. No, and the thing was is that, uh, like, for 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 Joe Douglas's sake, like even like even if it's still like the bottom picks, like let's say it's like twenty seven both years, right? Like, yeah. like uh, Joe Douglas has like been like a scout or a assistant GM at like one of the places that have like recruited like Hall of Fame people. Like, here's a list. I saw a tweet, and here's a list of people that Joe Douglas has scouted on. Like and they ended up drafting the same organization that he's been on. So Ray Lewis was at twenty six. Todd Heap, wow. Todd Heap was at thirty one. Ed Reed was at twenty four. Ben Grubbs was at twenty nine. Michael Orr was at twenty three, and Jimmy Smith was at twenty seven. Damn. Lamar Jackson. I think. I think. I think he was still there when they drafted Lamar Jackson. Maybe it was the year before when he was in Philly. But Lamar Jackson was thirty two. You yeah. know. And it's always a package deal too. Now you could, you know, say, you know, number one playmaker, you're your top guy. You Jets are sitting at eleven. You could put an eleven and a twenty-seven together and move up. Yeah, it's all about draft too. So, and like, uh, it's a right, win-win. But you know, the true winner of the trade will be drilled in like five years. That's how these trades work out. You, know, always, you don't really know. Always, you don't know. Like we're still I, working I, out the old, Bears, old, Khalil like, Mack trade. Yeah, honestly, who's won that trade? The Bears. What have the Bears done with Khalil Mack? Kind of wasted them. I mean, they made the playoffs once, lost to Philly. You know, I think the Seahawks are obviously a better team because they have Russell fucking Wilson back yeah. there. So I think that it's going to help them, and I think it's going to help the Jets. But right now, I think it's just like the wash. You know, like like we like we pointed out, the Jets weren't winning shit with Jamal anyway, and the Jets still, and then the Seahawks might not win shit with, shit with Jamal. So and they still got to pay him. Yeah. So who knows? He's got years left in his deal, and they're, and they're tied up with a lot of money in cap space. You so want and. They, uh, and the thing, a, it might be a year, and then he's walking anyway. Yeah, and and that's the funny part. Also, is he literally got traded to another organization that isn't has has already a bad reputation of not paying safeties because exactly. Earl exactly. Thomas already had that issue, and the reason why they had that issue with Earl Thomas is because they ended up signing Cam Chancellor, and uh, yeah, they ended up signing Cam Chancellor. And and he and he broke his neck and retired, so like they 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 they're not feeling comfortable about making these trades or uh, contract deals. All about the bag. He's all about the bag. So if Whipper gives him the bag, he'll hit free agency. I think he'll just test free agency because he can. And if he doesn't sign, I mean, he might. I mean, I don't. Who knows? You you really don't know what happened. It could be a two year rental for Jamal Adams, and the Jets could draft it, draft you know a superstar, or the Jets. Waste their two picks. Jamal Adams becomes the greatest safety of all time. I don't fucking know. That's, that's what I'm saying. But right now, it, it's even, man. And, you know, it is what it is. It sucks because, you know, he was just like you, you dropped a guy. Was, I know. I, we were we were there together. We were there together. I was yeah, like, was, I told you. I said, hey, he looks like a Jet. I told you that. And you didn't believe it. But we got him. Well, I mean, is he, I mean, he, the definition of a Jets player, you know, really good. And they just get rid of him. Shout yep. out to Rob Revis. Yep. Uh, that's what it was. It was, I don't know. It's, it's it's tough because you want you want your franchise to be. It's it's more deeper issues than Jamal. Like I like 
I just wish, you know, if this was, I mean, look at Odell, Odell too. They, the Giants fucked that up. It's just, you know, you wish you had a stable or shit doesn't happen like this, like the Ravens, you know, the Steelers, you know, they, they draft people. They stay for life with the Packers. And that's, that's the goal. You want to be a, have a good organization. You, uh, we don't want to see a Jamal Adams walk out the door. Oh, we but, did. You know, no one, no one, no one wanted that until it got really ugly. No one really yeah, wanted got, that until it got super ugly. And then it was like 50, 50, like, all right, if we can deal him for two first or something that we both like, then fine. And like, yeah. we got it. And that was the only reason why we were like, okay, fine. Like, and if, you move on, you move on. And now it's just fuck it. Next man up. Let's just, yeah, and listen, hey, listen, like, Joe Douglas did a smart idea, like, you know, like, in New York, like, I, I hate to bring your, you, you, the team that you hate up, but the Yankees, when they, oh, when oh. they, yep, yeah, I know, when they lose a certain guy, when they lose a certain guy at a certain position, at shortstop, they got in another guy, they got in Didi Gregorius, and he was fantastic for us, and then after that, when he was gone, we got Glaber Torres, I'm not talking about the New York Yankees. All I'm saying is that they, that, that people like he knows that that New York fans like pay attention to when a certain position that they're used to seeing performing is missing. So yeah, I think Jets Twitter, like you look, you read through, like I was reading through the tweets earlier, and it was everyone, everyone's on the same page. We we know we're 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 we're, we're a smart fan base. We know that what. Everyone that, is happy about getting two first round picks, and we got a third. There's a lot of we got. Exactly. Literally that. And, and ultimately, like I said, I've been on this wave since birth. You know, you, on defense, you pay pass rushers and you pay them. You really pay a top-notch safety. Like, you know, you pay. You, that's all you need. It's not like and you we, lost. We already it. paid C.J. Mosley a bag. Like, he only played one game for us. I don't agree with paying linebackers, and I don't agree with paying safety for interior linemen. And you, you pay pass rushers big dollars. Like locking the Gawkway, and you pay corners like our Jalen Ramsey, a big the bag. Uh-huh. That and you pay left tackles, left tackles, quarterbacks, uh, pass rushers, corners. Not even receivers anymore. I mean, I guess the top, the top five. You pay Odell, but that's how, that's all you really need to get paid. I don't think Jamal Adams. They put you in cap hell, and now now we're sitting here. Jamal Adams making thirty million dollars. Now we can't go sign a receiver. Now we're still stuck with fucking Jameson Crowder, who's forty five years old, running the same route all. You know, running yep. a little drag over the middle. Yep. Instead of drafting, I don't know, LeBron James the third. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I get it. I get it. No, trust me. So like, it's 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 a tough it's a tough thought. It really is. It really is. But like at the same time, I'm glad. Like, as a Jet fan, you got fir- you got four first round draft picks. Do you make a trade for some guy like Yannick Ngakwe? Do you make a guy a trade like someone? Would you deal a first for him? Yeah, I would. I would trade. I would flip one of those first for Ngakwe right now. Well, yeah, I would. Why not? Because when the last good Jets pass rusher was fucking John Abraham, and he left the team in 2005. How long ago is that? That's almost what 15 years ago. That was the last time the Jets had a good pass yeah. rusher. Calvin Pace sets. Yeah, Calvin Pace sets an edge, but you are you are 100 percent right on that. So I mean, yeah. If you get a, I mean, yeah, I would. I would. I would send a first that way. I mean, you can now, but uh, that's what they need. They need a pass. They still every year it's the same thing. We need. A, we need a passer. Passer. We still haven't figured that out. Now, 
if if we had like a fucking Aaron Donald or some shit and we let him, we traded him, that's a whole different story. But I think that Jamal Adams, yeah, he's a top three safety, but I don't think he should be getting paid top three money in the league. That's just my opinion. I agree. But, I don't. I don't. Some some people are thinking he's a top ten player. I think he's one of the best players in the league. I wouldn't necessarily say he might be a top ten player. That's where he doesn't. He really impacts the game, you know. Defensively, I think he does, but the thing is that he doesn't create enough turnovers because he doesn't catch the ball, and that is the issue, is that he might be able to stop, it might be able to rush, it might be able to, uh, you know, like, tackle a great guy or cover Gronk or, or some guy like that kind of deal, but at the same time, like, when you, you need to cause turnovers, and if you don't cause a lot of fumbles, one, or INTs, then you're just making hits, you know? Back, but yeah, I mean that's all I that's all I got, man. I think that uh, sports are back, you know. Dude, I'm I'm excited. You know, this is this is good news. Uh, I'm excited for for two first the future. Even though like, and we got a starting safety. We have a starting capable safety. We we're probably gonna start on four anyways. Hopefully, Gase is fired, and then we'll be able to really look at the future. You know. Yes, sir, that's the that's the my biggest problem with the Jets is it's like another this year's just going to be wasted because we know exactly what's going to happen it's going to be the same bullshit and then that we, we got to get a new head coach in because like I understand you, the norm is you can't fire Adam Gates right now but why, why not why can't we just fucking send this guy to the moon and never uh, I get it I get it I think there's I think the reason why Joe Douglas might have gotten hired or they 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 were interested in him is because Adam Gates brought him in so it's like a little bit of a, all right, just, I'm, I'm going to let you slide and see how it goes since you got me this gig. But Joe Douglas has like six the, years on his deal. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Joe Douglas is going to go anywhere. I just thought, why can't we just get rid of this fucking piece of shit? I give, I give a lot of credit to him because, bro, the the Prez did not want uh, to be here. One, and he, he, he wanted to be on his way out, and he was killing his trade value, and we still got the highest amount for him. Yeah, I mean, he—that's what I'm saying. He got a haul. No, no yeah. other GM has gotten a higher trade for a player yet. It we, is what it is. We got Denzel Mims for a third round pick last year. <laughs> we ain't, yeah, dude. It, it, sports are weird, man. Sports are weird. I like I said, I, I agree with also everything Le'Veon Bell said too. I mean, I kind of Le'Veon Bell tweeting that out. I mean, the guys in the locker room are feeling like you fuck this guy. Fuck this fake ass piece of shit. Oh, I, uh, Le'Veon Bell is hungry this year. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see him play. Still Frank Gore gets, you know, all the all the snaps. I'm but. dead. I'm dead. Or Michael, <laughs> or Michael P. Ryan. I think I think we'll see Le'Veon hey. Bell at receiver. We'll see. Hot take: Michael P. Ryan, late fantasy sleeper. That's the real thing. Hey, That's chill. Uh, <laughs> they be <laughs> listening. So. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Maybe Gase gets COVID and he can't coach for the rest of the season. That'd be great. That'd be dope. I'm yeah, cool with we'll, that. We'll line up. The next line of Koki snorts, we'll, we'll, we'll lace it with COVID and then he can't coach. That'd be great. <laughs> great idea. Love it. Love it. Uh, be good. Thanks for having me. Of Go course. Jets. Go Jets. Uh, we're back. Sports back. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. Um, we'll probably do a, a an in depth NFL because obviously a lot of people have gotten have gotten traded, dealt, or signed to other places. So 
we'll probably be back in a couple weeks to talk about that. Uh, appreciate Chris for swinging by. And Chris and Chris, late night podcast. Wow. Yeah, we always cook. We always cook. Till next time, we'll see y'all.